Hello and welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. And with me, returning from her brief hiatus, (laughs) my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Hi, Jessica. How are you? I'm great. Are you now a puzzle influencer? I'm literally a puzzle influencer. A puzzle company asked if they could send me free puzzles today. And I wish that I said yes, but I just bought puzzles from them the day before. You're such, you're so funny. It's ridiculous. It's like, I just opened my mouth and that's who I am. That's who came out as a puzzle person. Puzzle person? I'm a puzzle person. How are you? You're feeling better? Yeah, you know, like it's, it's slowly getting better. And every day is a little bit different. Today's dizzy day. Oh, no. And cough is back. Cough was gone yesterday. Cough is back today. Mm. So it's just weird. Like, it's three weeks today since I got it. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Unfortunately. Well, I'm very happy that you're back. Thanks. It's good to to have you. I'm very excited for our guest. This is someone who I've wanted to have on the show for years now, and I'm so glad it's finally happening. He's a musician. He's my bandmate. He's an excellent filmmaker. He's helped make some of our music videos in the past. He's the best. He's one of one of the best guys around. It's Jacob Kuba Viatrak. <laughs> that was a Beautiful intro. I appreciate the three rolled R's as requested in my rider <laughs> in the name pronunciation. My grandparents would be proud. Thank you so much, Aww. Jessica. Kuba, what else is in your rider, in your like dream rider? Mm, well, yesterday I found an expired or frostbitten like mochi ice cream ball thing that was in a crust shaped like a fish in my freezer. Whoa, so I don't know. Okay when that made its way here and that was delicious it had like half green tea half i'm assuming a vanilla bean sort of thing but so probably at least a koi fish pond full of those and then i like peanut m&ms reese cups and probably beef jerky or some kind of sweet and spicy i need a little you like salty sweet yeah Mm -hmm. But like your needs could be met at a at a gas station convenience store. Yeah, because you don't actually need koi. You just need the the amount that would fit in a koi pond, which is, I mean, to be determined. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like a I like a, a concise pond. So even a small kiddie <laughs> pool, like absolutely a gas station. I base my riders on gas stations. That's where I normally perform most of my uh, <laughs> tasks. Yeah. yeah. Have you tried the Reese's peanut butter cups with the potato chips in them? Go on. <laughs> That's what they are. They're Reese's peanut butter cups with potato chips in them. Like crumbled up in the cup? Yeah, it's like more like a potato chip in the cup. Oh. Like a so the, the chocolate peanut butter is on the chip, you're saying, or vice versa? It's inside like an inclusion. So it's like a crunchy... Yeah, it's inside with the peanut butter. But it looks like a regular peanut butter cup. Yeah, it's a bit bigger. Interesting. That's fantastic. I, I remember getting very excited when the Reese cereal came out back when I was like up on cereal trends when I was a kid. Like I remember <laughs> they'd like talk about this new cereal coming up in like the Saturday morning commercials and you'd be like, oh yeah, oh my God, that shit is dropping. It's like the new album <laughs> that you're looking forward to. And then like front and center, like an iPod lineup waiting to, to, to pick it up first thing and like talk about it at, on our Monday morning coolers in, uh, yeah. in elementary through high school, realistically. Your milk cooler. <laughs> and was it a favorite? <laughs> Did you love the cereal or was it a disappointment? It was amazing because it had like a fuzz. They put so much, like, they didn't hold back on the chocolate and peanut butter. So, like, each little ball was coated with, like, a fuzz that with the milk, it was, like, I mean, it sounds horrible when I say that, like, fuzzy <laughs> cereal, but, like, yeah. it worked. Like a powder, do you mean? Like a coating? Yes. I mean, yeah. yeah. It felt like a powdery fuzz. Absolutely. A fuzz. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're lucky that your parents let you have, like, the cool cereal. Yeah, it was never allowed. No, we didn't. Looking get back, that. it's crazy. The amount of like Coca Cola they let me drink and stuff, like there was like <laughs> no limit on it. And then, like, I think I was like 11 or 12 when like I came to my own conclusion that I was like, three cans is like way too much for someone weighing in at under 120 pounds. <laughs> but also, I feel like it probably didn't make that much of a big difference for you because like you just have a lot of energy and like, you know, you got your fingers in multiple 
pies. Is that a saying? Like you're yeah. you're like always on the go and you're doing you're like you're working on so many different things. I feel like maybe you wouldn't have been that much more energetic if you were Are you, you like know. a person that can have coffee and then just go right to sleep? Um, I do have my I have like three times of coffees. I have one when I arrive at work, one at like let's say noon, and then like one that like picks me up after I have uh, my lunch. So I have like a smaller one. And then, okay, I also have one at like four or five o'clock as soon as I get home. Cause I feel like I need to appreciate, okay. like enjoy the, my off time. And like, I don't want work to have all of my energy. I yeah, feel like I fair. deserve it. And I gotta be happy, productive a little bit at nighttime. So you're having four cups of coffee a day? Um, I'd say that plus the sugar, whatever, whatever <laughs> amount each one. I, I level the sugars and sugar amounts. They start with the two, ease off to like a one, maybe throw in a stevia in there and then power through maybe with like a little cacao oh. dusting, like a little mocha. Like a fuzz? Just a fuzz. Uh, well, I, I leave it on top so it sticks to my mustache a little bit oh. as I sip. And then I get to like... Just have a little sample throughout the throughout the day. Yeah, it's a snack for later. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can determine from this conversation if you were primed, like you're already primed without caffeine, because it seems like you've just your entire life had a steady stream of caffeine and sugar going into your body. I think I'm still working off some residual Coca-Cola-esque products, whether it's like the Crystal Light Pepsi or something that like sure. it's just built up in my stream, like bloodstream that's just being slowly <laughs> skimmed off, filtered off the top like a like a spawning salmon run. <laughs> now, have you ever had Crystal Pepsi? I remember the taste so vividly because I was also looking forward to its release. It was during the 96 <laughs> Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia, I believe. And then so I was also in a trend at the time where I would make my own popsicles, you know, with those little kits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. So then the Crystal Pepsi like had a weird like the carbonation separated more so than like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola became more like a syrupy sort of thing. But then Crystal Pepsi, it kind of remained in its purest form all in frozen. <laughs> well, it's crystal. It's crystalline. I would be not surprised if there was all other types of crystal in that as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry, Kuba, I'm a bit of a, um, I have ADHD. The, uh, so it was 1992 to 1994, not <gasps> 1996. I knew that I was not that old when I had it. I also did not think I was that old. I didn't think it was 1992. I remember it tasting really different. And then people saying, no, it's exactly the same. It's just clear. And I'm like, no, it's different. It was not the it was same. Like, no, absolutely not. Like more syrupy-ish. Hmm. Definitely. But they yeah. claimed that the flavor was supposed to be like a, a brown cola. Yeah, like the same as Pepsi, but it wasn't. I just like, I feel mm-hmm. like if something's clear and carbonated, it needs to be like a Sprite adjacent <laughs> like mm. a lemon lime Citrusy. or it, yeah my brain like it just won't make sense it's like when you think you're about a to- mountain zest yeah <laughs> exactly wow yeah i don't remember it that was definitely in my before i knew about sugar <laughs> phase <laughs> my parents did a really good job at shielding me from it because they knew that it was dangerous if i if i learned about sugar and they were right. <laughs> they were very right. I I feel like we need to let our listeners know. I know this is not a visual medium, but I feel like we need to let our listeners know that uh, Kuba got a perm today. Yeah, it's hard to see. You are like a very like mood lit yeah. guest. There's more body, I notice. And it only took 20 mm-hmm. minutes to get the perm? No, the 20 minutes was the sitting part and the waiting part, okay. like while the curls. And I told him I wanted like more of a wavy than a curl, you know, so he understood there was a pretty major language barrier. So I think he like he did mostly just be like, yeah, we're going to do it my way. And like he did a great job. <laughs> but then so he let in there was supposed to be 20 minutes and it was an empty like middle of the day thing. But like two customers came in that he was just trying to sneak in still like before while I was still sitting so then like you know I think it sat a little longer than expected and then he put like some juice stuff on it that like went down my neck and like probably that's like (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's like I've got tons of the shit nobody wanted it yeah um (laughs) in its purest form I've never had a perm for obvious reasons but in the 90s like late 80s early 90s my friend Leela I had no idea her hair was permed she had the most beautiful perm and I thought she also just had naturally curly hair. And one day she's like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, this shit is expensive. It was like, yeah, it was so beautiful. And like, this like beautiful, tight, 
coils, like shiny, bouncy, totally natural looking perm. And I just am so for perm since that moment. Yeah. Like they can be <laughs> so great. My hairdresser, uh, Rempel, who's been on the podcast, she does great perms. And for a while was like one of the few people still doing them. Nice. I think yeah. we got like a really bad reputation with, you know, bad perms. But like there's so much you can do. Like there's so much variety. It's not just like that one you know, like awkward family photo style. <laughs> like, yeah. See, I thought bad perms are just coming back now. <laughs> they might. I mean, that's Did true. you go to like a, a salon or is it more of like a, just a... A guy's house. Yeah, like something a bit more casual. Oh, not even his house. It was more of like a shed. <laughs> the perm shed. Do you go there normally yeah, for haircuts? It had some mirrors and a chair and like, it did surprisingly, he took me to the, like around the corner where it did have one of those sweet like seats that slide back that like wash your hair too. Cause he had to wash out the chemicals that were probably expired and burning my scalp if, um, if I had to walk down the street to clean it off myself. So probably for <laughs> liability reasons, he needed to wash it immediately. Yeah. He got like visibly upset when the guy before me asked for a receipt like he was like and he made him wait like 10 minutes and then like wrote it out had like a whole like accordion binder that he pulled out and like did some things and the guy was just sitting there being like i just need the receipt for whatever reason this guy was just like you knew this was a cash deal type of place when you walked in like yeah you know yeah yeah. i have my phone number on the front and no set hours like you call (laughs) me when you need a late night when you need uh, a job done. Yeah, when you need your uh, appearance <laughs> to be changed very quickly altered. in the middle <laughs> of the night. Yeah. It's like, I'll dye your hair in a gas station bathroom. Let's do yeah, it. Just here's- $400 and two cases of Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> You'll understand later. In a duffel bag. He just collects duffel bags. Yeah. <laughs> He's got shelves full. <laughs> like glass cases. Wow. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen you. I don't even remember the last time I saw you, Kuba. Was it when I had um, the Garbage Dreams quadruplet on my balcony? Yeah. In a a distanced barbecue? Yeah, I think your home was the first place I went to after the pandemic started, like in summer, the end of summer 2020, Kuba hosted a, a Garbage Dreams, which is our band, which is Jay, myself, Koopa, and former guest Adrian LaBelle. So the four of us were able to like share a meal together, but it was out on your your patio and you had everything with like separate serving spoons and tongs <laughs> and like everything was so separated and like you had all your windows open. There was airflow. So if any of us needed to use the washroom, we could like go into the house by ourselves and it was so lovely. It was like the first time I remember like feeling... I mean, nothing was normal and nothing will ever be normal again. It's true. But I was like, this feels like something lovely. It was really nice seeing everyone uh, change to the night. Everyone arrived very like cautious and uncertain. And then kind of as and like it almost felt like everyone wanted to leave like pretty quick. They're like, all right, like how do we when do we eat the hot dog? Like and then leave or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like it was like ten o'clock or something or ten thirty. Like it was starting to get late. I think you started pointing out some star that was out yeah, or some we like were... planet or something. And then like everyone's like sort of starting to like inch closer together and just like act kind of like you know like there's that like the comfort and like connection thing that you know was nice for everyone to yeah. to be reminded that like you can be still kind of normal yeah, <laughs> with some people nice. that you trust or something. I don't know. And that was almost two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> It was, yeah. I just looked it up. It was like July 20th, 2020, I think. And I, I think it was the comet that you could see oh, right. in the north. Yeah, that was when that comet was like hanging out for a while. It's pretty cool. But yeah, it was that was way too long ago. It's ridiculous. We'll have to do an anniversary uh, barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Still if going my balcony on. does not fall apart by then. It has been yeah. a rough winter. There's like dips in it and like water pools and m- slowly seeps and molds. And, you know, mm. this place is a ticking time bomb. But oh, well, we, we got to enjoy it while it's here. If there's anyone I know who could know how to fix it, it's you. I feel like I also need to tell Alicia about Kuba posted a video recently (laughs) where you were killing two birds with one stone. You had your motorcycle and you're like, when you wish that you could be like out for a ride, but uh, you've got chores to do. And you were tilling the soil of your garden while doing donuts on your motorcycle. It was (laughs) 
the most genius thing I've ever seen. And I'll probably be thinking about it for the rest of my life. Yeah, I got to see that video, Kuba. Also, I, I think the, the piece de resistance of it was that I put, uh, I think it was P. Diddy. Uh, yeah, Bad Boy for that, Life. That's, Bad boy for life. Yeah. When he had the music video was like him golfing on his like mansion and stuff with like the guy from Blink-182 and like the neighbors were like, oh, there goes the neighborhood. And then we were like, <laughs> for real, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was like, I was Diddy in that case yeah. and, and Blink-182 at the same time. Yeah. And Ben Stiller is your neighbor who's like upset. Oh, wow. He was all sorts of cameos at the time. He did a Limp Bizkit one as well. Oh, yeah. Previous, right around that era with something. Rolling? No. Maybe. Chainsaw? Astro, I don't know. Something like that. That's, I don't I've know. tried to repress all my Limp Bizkit knowledge at this point. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I just feel like people need to know basic info about you before you get to your retail nightmares or your or your dreams or your experiences or any sort of job stories you're about to tell, I feel like they need to know about the perm and they need to know about the gardening with a motorcycle because it's <laughs> sort of sums up. It fills in the gaps. Yeah. Like you yeah. immediately get a, you get a really clear picture of uh, what a great person you are. Yeah. And what a renaissance You're a risk taker, man. <laughs> but you, beauty is important to you. Yeah. You know, Aesthetics. that came through. And nature. Yeah. yeah. And also, if I may point to this character over here, um, which is a portrait of me. Speaking of Renaissance, Renaissance people. Yeah. Perhaps we can. No, nah, there's too many things, too many cables to move to. Um, but it's a, that, a That's beautiful. actually, if we want to talk about a job, that's, I mean, one that's of recent memory. Do we want to get right into it? I mean, yeah. that's, I, I wouldn't have yeah, a portrait of myself. Yeah, we want to get right into I'm, it at 740. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't pay to have a portrait of myself painted in, in oil for $800 or whatever that cost. Oh, wow. But it was, I, I was working on a, a, like a movie of the week at the time as a location scout with a, a friend of mine who was like a man like a, some sort of manager uh he had some just sort moved of manatee up to this position so i was riding around taking photos of these places sending them to him and you know we were dealing like that but i was also more so like working on like my own project like i think it was like a maybe a documentary for like phs or like some sort of like non-profit thing that i was like way more actually invested in than like this like hallmark movie of the week nonsense thing so they would send me like 50 different diners in a day and i was like well if i have to try an apple and cherry pie at every one of them by <laughs> gosh darn it i'm gonna but so i was like i guess it was like a, a something a film about like an art Oh, no, it was a detective. And then there was some sort of scene where it was like art was stolen. I think it's like a, a series. And this one happened to be about art collector. So the gallery they had, they couldn't they couldn't use like art that was obviously not owned or licensed for this mm -hmm. thing. So they just like paid a bunch of artists to like paint new pieces for it. And one of them was wow. like my LinkedIn profile, uh, which was just a photo of me, like looking at the camera in a studio unimpressedly that they, the person like took some creative liberties and added like a Leonardo da Vinci, like flappy cap, you know, those wow. like big wide ones. Yes, yeah. like, uh, I guess cap. it's like a, I guess it's like a festival. It's like a festival lady sort of hat nowadays. Um, yeah. But like, and then like, there's like a frock <laughs> and like my facial hair is pretty good on it. But yeah, it's, so that's why I have a portrait of myself. So this is your Coachella portrait. Yeah. <laughs> if Coachella was a small village in Italy in yeah. the 1400s. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a plague. Yeah. yeah, that's such a nice thing to own. Did they just give it to you? That was the plan because we we had started this thing called uh, um, Scouts Honor, which was going to be our like company for scouting where we'd have this like big yeah. like a archive of like all these yeah. places that like we had our, you know, they were already cool with certain types of things and we have the photos ready to go. But I had at that point, like me and Brett, like we're not getting along very well. He was the, the co-owner, but he respect, we, there's a mutual respect. I helped him with a couple of projects. So he held firm on like offering me this, this painting of myself once the film was done and we parted ways. So um, I'm sure he's doing it. well out there. Uh, we haven't talked to him in a while, but he, I owe him. He's uh, actually our number one Patreon donor. So hey, Brett. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he was. He's, He's actually uh, executive producer of this podcast. So, <laughs> and we are engaged. <laughs> okay. So, I love the just like <laughs> waving your hand in front of the camera. Actually, we did a thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're getting for your wedding gift a portrait yeah. of me. Yeah, hey, just, I love it. He's got a warehouse full of Cuba portraits. That's amazing. That's the real reason that they parted ways is that he didn't want Cuba to know. Yeah, and they get weirder and weirder. <laughs> Each one has one less piece of clothing. 
Yeah. Less fruit, more skin. Yes. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Did you get to try a lot of pie when you were looking for diners? I think mostly I'm, I'm more of a savory person. So like okay. I yes. would go okay. to the adjacent places to get, um, it was most like in Abbotsford and Langley. So there was a lot of, a lot of animal involved in most okay. of the meals. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you invited them along, you got yeah. them like a chicken leg. <laughs> You turned I into an loaded animal. Up, I, I loaded up a little Noah's Ark of, of things in my in the back of my truck, and we went on looking for our Mariel locations, yes. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt both of you yet again, but I need to drill down a little bit further. I need to get yes. a little bit more <laughs> granular um, on this. <laughs> now, you strike me as a person that likes savory things, but if you were to order a dessert, it would be like, tur- like turtle pie or mudslide pie or like something really decadent and chocolatey and crazy. I've never heard of turtle pie. Is that yeah. like the turtles candy, the chocolates or like, I think like, it's like chocolate and caramel and like something kind of salty, mm-hmm. okay. like pecans or I wonder what my, I don't know if I could think of the last dessert I ordered to be honest, because I'll just over, like I'd rather load up on appetizers or like fried things or like okay. my number one rule when ordering at a restaurant is like, what can I get here that I can't get anywhere else? Oh, that's so. Whether it's like an absurd gout triple layer <laughs> burger, or like, what did you say? Gout. <laughs> <laughs> that's your next painting. It's just of your toe. It's all swollen. <laughs> I only eat meat. <laughs> I think the last dessert that you served me was a freezy. Mm. Do you? Remember? I did serve freezies. Yeah. Yeah, we had freezies, and I was like, "That's a great thing to have on hand." I always buy yeah. those uh, f- just juice freezies from Choices, and uh, you know what? Two of those when you're feeling sorry for yourself, back on top. Delicious, especially if it's oh, the great. It's so one. great. Yeah, yeah, it's the right amount. The right amount of like something. Yeah, I do like freezies. So as great well. grape would be your choice, though. Always, and then next to grape would be uh, oh. like orange or something citrus. Oh. Citrus is my top flavor because grape is so rarely available. But grape favorite freezy popsicle. And so yeah, like when kombucha. there was the okay, when there was the like the classic popsicle that was like purple, orange, orange or grape, pink. You would always Ugh. go for the purple first. Purple first, then orange, pink, like dead last. Up until now, I was always orange. Orange is so good. And then my mom would get all the purple. I'll be connecting with both of you as the end of my summer comes up and I have just endless supplies of orange and purple because those are my last ones. I go for the white, uh, which I think yeah. is like a pina colada, maybe. I don't know. What's the... Yeah. <laughs> sometimes lemonade. Sometimes really? it depends on what brand you're getting, but sometimes, right. yeah, it'll be like a pineapple-y or okay. coconut-y. Right. Yeah. So that and then the raspberry, the bright blue, I think Ooh. it was. Yeah, I love um, that. And then and the pink. The pink was fantastic. But so like the purple was like the kind of like, ugh, not those leftover. Because um, it wasn't, maybe it was a sweet, maybe it wasn't, I don't know. Uh, what about the chocolate popsicle? Oh, <gasps> like a fudge. That was such a game. No, the chocolate popsicle. Do you know about this? I don't think. It I was like a, cho- it was like well. a, you know, when you, I don't know if both of you got allowance. I got allowance. Lucky enough to have parents that had a lot of spare change kicking around. <laughs> kicking around, maybe inside my mother's purse. Most definitely uh, inside the purse <laughs> was not. <laughs> just took it. But there was a chocolate popsicle that came out when I was a kid, and it was so good. But it was the same price as all the other popsicles and not as expensive as, like, a Revelo or a Fudgicle. Oh. Um, and it was, it's really good. I'm sure they still make it. Maybe it was just an Ontario and Quebec thing, though. Do you think it had, like, a milk base to it, though? I think it must have had milk in it. Yeah, so I probably never had it because of that, because I was lactose intolerant, like, from age of baby. (laughs) Yeah. Age of baby. Okay, so chocolate popsicles, maybe not a a West Coast thing. Yeah, I've never heard of them other than fudgicles. Yeah. Or fudge sickles, depending on where you're from. Fudge sickles, yeah, that's how I pronounce it. In North Burnaby, that's how we pronounced it, (laughs) so... (laughs) <laughs> Did you grow up in BC, Cuba? Yes, for the most part. I mean, yes, grew up. Uh, I was born in Poland, and then we came here when I was four, and then lived in Vancouver, uh, and like probably three blocks, four blocks from where I live right now, and then oh, wow. out to uh, like Coquitlam, Port Coquitlam is where I spent my formative years, and then uh, worked my way back out here. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so both of you, West Coast kiddos. Yeah. Cuba's story is more exciting than mine. I just like... <laughs> 
lived in the same exact house for the first 16 years of my life. <laughs> I cannot fathom every time I've met someone who has that sort of security. Like we would move like almost every year or every two years. Like at one point we lived on the UBC campus when my mom was studying to be a respiratory therapist back when I was like six or seven. That's and cool. then, yeah, just like suddenly just like, oh, upend everything. Go like way out to like Port Coquitlam because my dad yeah. was managing at Future Shop. Remember that place? <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved Future Shop. I mean, totally. the only reason why we probably never moved is because my dad was a hoarder. So it would have been <laughs> like a literal nightmare because there was stuff piled up to the ceiling. But uh, yeah, it, it's funny because like I was always like jealous of people who would, you know, be getting like upended and like packing all their stuff up all the time. And uh, yeah, <laughs> the grass is always greener sort of situation. Yeah, I was actually going to mention the grass is greener thing when we were talking earlier about the curly versus straight hair. How mm. like every time I know someone who's got straight hair and I'm like, oh, your hair is actually really curly. And they're like, yeah, I like work really hard to straighten it. And then the other way around, there's people who, you know. Just yeah. need a little need a little of the wavy gravy. I've been both of those people in my lifetime. And it's like, I'm finally at the point where I'm like, I may brush my hair once a week if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty happy that way. Just forgetting to look in the mirror. I'm not depressed, I swear. <laughs> I mean, it would be okay either way. Yeah, either way. I, I, yeah, no, it's even less of a thing. I, the hair is washed. So that's the difference. That's how you can tell. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I have a, a retail experience. Yeah, let's hear it. So I think it was last Wednesday. I had initially booked off last week as a vacation, but ended up being sick. So I had a groomer appointment from, I have a dog, Cuba, he's a poodle. So he needs to go to a groomer to get shaved every six weeks or so. And it's difficult to get appointments. And I had specifically gotten this, luckily gotten this appointment because it was the middle of the day and I thought I wouldn't be working. So I was only working like maybe six hours a day last week, if I could manage that. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take a cab over and I'll drop off the dog. And I will, I wasn't, I'm no longer contagious. i not testing positive for a very long time, but was I ready to walk up a flight of stairs to get a cab out of my apartment building? Apparently not. So I'm like shaking and I have all these errands I want to run because it's at Kingsway and Fraser areas, my old neighborhood. And there's just things I like there that I can't get on the side of town. So I walk from the groomer to the bakery and I'm so excited because they're going to have things that I like, forgetting that I don't have a sense of taste. Oh no, it's still, it's still. It came back. It came back. back. My sense of smell is like here, neither here nor there. It's only smells things that I can't identify and then make me panic. I'm like, something smells bad, but I don't know what it is. Oh, that's Uh, freaky. Yeah. It's a weird, weird one. But this was last week when you still. Yeah, I couldn't taste anything. Okay. Uh, That only lasted like five days or so. That's good. Or six days. Um, I went to the gluten-free Epicurean. I love it there. If you are coming in from out of town and you have your celiac or you're vegan, they uh, make great stuff. And nobody's wearing masks anymore because they don't have to. And I totally get it. But it freaks me out more now when I see it. But the person that helped me there was so lovely. And I was like, I'm just going to get like one, two things because I wanted to try two different things. And then I stood there and my brain's like, don't get a third thing. But instead of saying, no, I don't want anything else, I'm like, I'd like a third thing. She's like, of course you do. Like, what if you get home and you don't have a third thing? (laughs) I'm like, exactly. (laughs) I love this. I love you. You're so sweet. And then I went to Discover Dogs, one of my favorite places in town. And it was the opposite. You still have to wear a mask there. And it's great. And I got Hank a new harness and saw my friends that work there. And someone came in without a mask on and they were like so cool about it. But they're like, could you please go back to the front door and get a mask? And I'm like, I love you guys so much. Wow. And then I went to a place that's called, I want to say Harlow Skin Company. They make beautiful candles and have like natural makeup. And I bought like a thing that I buy there all the time. And uh, I'll never know if makeup's the right color now. I just have to decide uh, in the store and just hope that it works yeah. until I get it home. Because <laughs> I'm not taking off my mask. No. And the whole point of the story was um, I was not ready to go out into the real world. And I just sat at at a picnic bench sweating profusely, uh, trying to eat donuts I couldn't taste. Um, But yeah, it's just weird to be out in the world and everyone's still trying to like figure out what to do. And there I was like still like a mess 
watching people like I guess like COVID is five times higher than it was a year ago at this time in the U.S. Wow. Um, But we just treat it so differently. Yeah, I know like Mm. so many people who are just traveling all over the world right now. And I think everyone's just sort of like, A, I think a lot of people have just had COVID. And so they think like now's the time I got to seize this opportunity before everything gets worse. Or they're just at the point where they're like, I can't. I need something because I can't yeah, just I need keep, to work. Yeah. But it's funny because Jay and I are still like in our weird little, <laughs> our little zone. Like I, there's a movie that came out like now over a month ago, I feel like that I've been wanting to go see. And I still am like, how have I not seen that movie? Like, and I'm, I'm fine with like, I, it's not like the risk of going to a movie is too much for me because I have seen movies and I know you can wear a mask the whole time if you want to, but it's just like the, thought of adding one more like unusual event to our calendar seems like what like that's and Jay keeps being like yeah we'll see it next week and then it'll be like the week is gone and we're like it better still be in theaters and it is thankfully <laughs> is it the something something everywhere everything Every something? everywhere all at once yeah I know people have yeah, seen it multiple times it. now <laughs> I know I found a movie I got a gift card for Christmas for it to go see a movie and I was like I can't wait to use this Nice. And the last time I saw a movie was last October in the oh, theater. Wow. But um, everyone, different different stuff. I love to tell people that, like, the only time I took off my mask was the time that I got COVID. And I think it's so funny in my own, like, dark little funny way. I mean, you but, have to. Otherwise, it's yeah. tragic. <laughs> like, yeah. I wasn't alone, though. I think that, like, four or five people got it from that same thing. So. Oh, wow. Fuck. So scary. Yeah. Anyways, I love to drag down the podcast, Kuba. That's what I'm known for. Like the host with the least. Hey, I got nothing. They're like, uh-oh, here comes Eeyore. Depending on who you ask, you're anchoring it. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't even remember why I started talking, and that was seven years ago. But the... <laughs> um, <laughs> the I'll start, like, I was like, I had a point to this story, and then halfway through, my armpits just started to sweat for no reason, and I'm like, you suck. <laughs> like, let's just, like, let's start segments. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, like, I understand, though, like, that whole thing of being like, yeah, I've been resting all this time, I've, like, I've got enough energy, I can do these tasks, and then halfway through, you're like, this was too much, i And that happens at much. least, like, once a day, like, I was doing the dishes before the podcast, and I had to walk the dog, and... I went to throw something in the garbage and like the whole kitchen, which is the smallest kitchen in Vancouver, maybe started to spin. Oh, no, Jessica's a smaller. <laughs> Not to brag, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was also just strangely bloated. Like I'm pregnant. Well, it's like it's the, so weird. All the different. <sighs> everything's changing. Wait, maybe I'm pregnant. Ooh. 47 year old mummy. <laughs> That's a lifetime movie for sure. Yeah. Cuba can scout for you <laughs> for locations. Yeah. Um, like it, things keep changing. It's not like you're gonna, every day is different. Like you're not gonna know how to budget for your energy and for your time. Like it's, it's changing every day. So it's like, how do I adjust? That is a nightmare. I don't know. But after the, after the podcast, I can watch the staircase. Oh yeah. Kuba, do you like, um, murder? <laughs> it depends how many crows are in it, but normally I can, I'm down. <laughs> Good save. Good one. Should we do a se- segment? Should we do potato business? Yeah. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. I mean, we've already discussed our favorite earth apples in uh, Reese's chocolate peanut butter cup form. Do you already have a theme song for it? Or can I suggest my all-time recording artist, Weird Al Yankovic's uh, I'm Addicted to Spuds? Oh. Oh. I mean... I just won't face it. (laughs) (laughs) I... I mean, we've already got potato business music, but I would be honored if Weird Al would allow us. I don't think he would, but... I'll talk to him in our perm monthly. Yeah, you're in a a, a chat now, an ongoing message thread of just like cool guys with... <laughs> do you have a mustache now too? I can't tell. Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, nice. Of, I did a clean shave. I've like maybe shaved my face like with a razor, like 
under 10 times in my entire life. Like I've oh, like wow. kept it in, you know, the whole scraping thing and the potential for cut. It's, it, it seems excessive it's and I, I don't feel like it represents me, uh, as a, as the brand I am as a, to have a clean, you know, yeah, face. Fair enough. So, uh, but yeah, recently I thought it would be a nice little change up to maybe work with the, with the newfound curls to just focus on the upper lip and keep it, keep it short and tight and then, uh, keep the rest in the back kind of it's very you nice. know, razzle dazzle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really like a moment. It's a good look. Yeah. And you've got like a patterned shirt too. So it is kind of like a weird owl, a whole uh, weird owl experience. I think when I was like in, I don't know, let's say 2014, I was like last minute scrambling for uh, a Halloween costume. And I was like, Oh man, what am I, what am I going to do over here? And, and, you know, I had like, I found some sunglasses. I'm like, all right, that's an easy start. It was like Hawaiian shirt. Okay, I think I see where this is going. And I was like, looked over at the accordion I had in the corner uh, that I was learning how to play. And I was like, well, I'm not going to carry that around, but I think if I could like curl my hair last minute somehow fast enough, I think maybe I ended up having a wig already from some other like shoot leftover or something. <laughs> but like between glasses, mustache that I already had, Hawaiian shirt I already had, I was like, everything in my life has been leading towards this moment. Yeah. And I think my... When you were Magnum P.I. My, <laughs> my 6 to 12 year old self would be very proud of where I am as an adult. Hey, and I've slowly been becoming Kathy myself, so we're all just becoming our favorite <laughs> icons of our childhood. Anyway, we're here to talk about potatoes mm -hmm. and you've morphed this into Weird Al. You've really Weird Al'd this segment <laughs> to be about Weird Al. But how do you feel about potatoes? I mean, are you pro? Um, as a Polish person, uh, I feel like I should be more pro. However, my mom's ideal recipe of a potato is boiled and then mashed. That is all. So it took That's like it? No a butter, long no time cream? for nothing, nothing. The driest, most sometimes should add like a little bit of um, like parsley. Like, okay. But to her, that is the absolute best meal you could have. And it took me until I like worked in kitchens that I could stand up to her and be like, you know what? No, mom, <laughs> we're going to add some things. And I like, like she was over like a month or two ago. And I was like, I, I was out of salt. Um, and she was like, what do you mean you're out of salt? Cause that to her, that's like the luxury, like in your bare minimum uh, um, seasoning thing. Salt. Segment you yeah. have, that would be hers. It's just like a dash of salt <laughs> on like sauce. a bathtub full of potatoes. <laughs> and then I added like Montreal steak spice, which has, you know, some garlic, some fried onions, some salt, some like pepper in it, like a bit of this and mix it in with like a rough mush, mash of, uh, of the skins, the potato skins. I like oh, to leave yeah. those in. Mm -hmm. This blew her mind that there could be, and she like, it took her like half the dinner and butter too, but it took like half the dinner for her to actually like concede that like, Okay, yeah, these are, these are, yeah, some flavors okay. That the next generation For a is, moment. yeah, like surpassing <laughs> hers in terms of culinary yeah. excellence. For a moment, <laughs> I was worried when you didn't mention butter or cream that you, you up salt just with Montreal steak spice. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is, I mean, yes, definitely a flavor booster, but not a texture booster. Yeah, I feel like it would just be really dry, like really kind of like, Oh, it is. Crumbly and that's why and meat dry. and potatoes for years were just like a painful thing to me that I didn't think you could do. You know, once I saw baked, I was like, oh, wow, these are tinfoil. Each one has its own capsule. Yeah. Like, that's cool. You could add little, little toppings. Jacket. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, like Bacon scallops. Potato. Scallop blew my mind that they could be that, you know, moist and ever changing in terms of like the textures there. Beautiful. Um, yeah. They are beautiful. They look like wings of a, of a bird if you look close enough. They're all like sliced over each other, kind of like layered. Yeah. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Felicia, have you had any potato business as of late? I had a, a business failure. Oh. Oh, yeah, on my groceries, I ordered, the, I ordered uh, cheese curds and crinkle fries to make a second round of, I feel sorry for myself, poutine, which I did about a month ago, which was delicious. Um, I was really craving it. There's nobody in town that does what I want them to do that's gluten-free. So I made it at home from scratch, and it was great. And I was like, one more time. You deserve it again. <laughs> and I was so excited. And um, this is kind of a retail nightmare as well. 
I've been ordering groceries online for most of the pandemic and tried all different delivery services. And recently I've been using the Superstore one. And I ordered, like I made three meal plans. I'm like, okay, I'll make these three things this, this week and then I'll be a grown up adult and things will be fine. And when my groceries arrived, nothing I had really planned on was there. Mm-hmm. And I looked back at the app and the app gives you two choices to put it in your cart or just like it. What? <laughs> so I was just like in my like, you know, not 100% state, like just like, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like just like pointing at foods and like, I like that. I like that fan too. Of potato. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I was, I also ordered myself my sadness cake and I was so sad. And I was like, oh, my cake's going to be here though. And I'm going to make poutine. It's going to be such a good Sunday. Oh. And uh, I just liked it. And I'm like, I do like that cake. Um, but it also didn't get like all, all these other things. So I had to go grocery shopping. Yeah. And I just got a big bag of French fries that, you know, I wanted wanted to do something with them um, one day well that's a that's so, a future potato potato laid down yeah. yeah but I did get a huge bag of baby potatoes so that's plus potato babies how about you Jess I'm trying to think yeah I feel like Jay and I had fish and chips finally for the first time in like oh wow I don't know over a year or something and there were potatoes in there and we're like wow potatoes here they are and we're like okay see you next year potatoes <laughs> Where did you go for fish and chips? The fish counter. Oh, yeah, that place is good. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. But that was also already, I feel like that was now like two weeks ago. So, yeah, my potato levels are dangerously low. Dangerously low. But you low. know what? We got pierogies in the fridge. Maybe I'll have them tonight. That's potatoes. Amazing. Which segment should we do now? Do you want to do rest in peas as we're already talking about food? Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Rest in peace. How you feel, Kuba? I'm trying to think of the things that I've uh, that I've let die in my. Fr- <laughs> oh, uh, to- I oh, I had a tofu. Looking at, I had a tofu oh. that like bloated so hard it like went from being like the flat rectangle with like the plastic film to like it rolled over on its side because it just botulized so hard for me never even opening it. I thought I'd make some kind of stir fry or something and it just, it's combustible at this point. So I have to get, yeah, a gloves and and Oscar the Grouch garbage can to put it into it, lest it blow up on me. (laughs) Yeah, Oscar needs that. That's his favorite food. (laughs) I love that like you had it for so long that it rolled over. That reminds me of like when a baby gets old enough that it can roll over on its own. It's like that's what a big milestone in your tofu's life. (laughs) My little tofu is becoming a a big uh, honking tofu. A big honking tofu. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. That's kind. Yeah, it takes like a lot of... uh, a lot of work to get there. <laughs> a lot of, I guess, n- neglect. Hiding it in behind other things in the fridge, behind yeah. the endless mustards and, and such that I'm amassing from each camping trip. Endless mustards sounds pretty good. Um, I have like a, okay, this is very controversial. I'll admit. I'm ready. Feel free to say like, no, not allowed at any point. But I, I also order my groceries online mostly. And I kept forgetting to cancel orders because I decided I was going to do it every other week. And then you have to do it by like 8 p.m. the day before. And I'd get really busy at like five or six on the day before. And then all of a sudden I'd look at the clock and it would be like 10. And I'd be like, God damn it. I forgot again. So I just kept getting all this stuff that I didn't need. But I'm so stubborn. So I was like, I'm not going to let it go bad. So I just kept putting it in the freezer. So I now I think I have six boxes of greens in the freezer. But instead of letting that stress me out, I am using it because our friend and former guest, Kelly Ogmanson right now is preparing to be in Kinky Boots. And so she's doing she's in the middle of rehearsals right now. I think she has 27 days in a row of working and rehearsals. And then once it opens, that's 61 performances, I think she's doing, which is like unfathomable. Oh, my gosh. And it's like singing, dancing, acting every night on stage, live people, audiences. These are all things I'm just like, it's too much to fathom. But I was like, how can I help my friend not get super burnt out? 
I was like, I'm going to make her a smoothie because the theater she's doing this at is very close to where I live. And so she'll be coming past to rehearse. And I was like, I'm going to make her a smoothie on her way so she can just like pick it up at my balcony and then she can like have energy and be all ready. And like when I proposed this idea to her, because I was just trying to think of like a way that I can help that she would allow me to do without it being like super weird and intrusive. But I suggested this and I used my knowledge of like reverse psychology to be like, actually, this is me being selfish because I have way too much stuff in my freezer. So you'd really <laughs> be helping me out. And she's like, OK, like I know she saw right through that, but she was like, yes, I will allow this. So it could have been a rest in peace type situation, mm-hmm. but it's like a live long and prosper instead. <laughs> So resourceful. Of all these greens. And like tomorrow's gonna be the first day of it. I'm so excited. I'm already like I've got her schedule down. So like she doesn't even have to do like a stop and chat. Like it can be like a relay. Like I'll be like holding mm-hmm. holding the mason jar full of smoothie. And I even went to one of those weird stores in the mall that sells protein powder and supplements because I was like, I'll get oh, some wow. like extra protein to put in there for because it's like you know hours of singing and dancing so i'm ready i take this very seriously (laughs) you two are the cutest best friends (laughs) like i think about you both and i just we're like tweedledum and tweedledee (laughs) so cute so sweet to each other that's so matching overalls i'll do it for anyone if you want a smoothie every day i will gladly do it for you like i've got a blender that blends frozen fruit really well and it tastes really good. I made a smoothie for the first time today and oh. for the first time in like six years put in protein powder. Yeah, I never generally buy it for myself unless like someone's getting rid of some or gives me some. Or you're setting up for your next uh, weightlifting call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, I have a sort of not rest in peas, but a prevention of rest in peas okay, so situation. Okay, so it's a long and prosper. Yeah, it's like kind of mine. similar. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I did the thing where I put all my condiments and sauces in my crisper. And it does make a difference. Amazing, Like I have so much less food in my fridge than I think I do. And then when I went grocery shopping, I'm like, oh yeah, like I know exactly what I have to use. Amazing. So that was good. And like every, uh, just so you know, Kuba, uh, your tofu story is highly relatable. <laughs> like I have to really downplay my rest in peas. Uh, so I appreciated your honesty. Yeah, like the best laid plans that just sometimes doesn't work out. Should we do Papo of the Week? Is it time for Papo of the Week? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Alicia, who's your puppo? Let's start with you and then we can go around. Uh, Jay may have picked this up on the microphone. He was just flapping everything on his body. He can flap at once. His name's Hank Tobin. Tomorrow he starts his walk with uh, In Dog We Twist. In Twist. In Dog We Twist. I just (laughs) am five. Uh, In Dog We Trust YVR with Brittany, his uh, dog sitter. And uh, he's finally got a spot in the awkward dog walk pack. Yeah, so he's getting picked up tomorrow morning and going for an hour-long walk with some new friends that are also kind of weird. It's called, actually, the Awkward Dog Walk. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's for dogs that aren't trained off-leash or might be a bit shy or anxious or old or injured. And he hits a couple of those categories. So, But I am nervous because... He's so precious to me, but yeah. anyways. Can I ask a question about that process? Um, the, <laughs> yeah, the, of uh, um, Are all the dogs awkward or is it like, do they have one dog that is like, this is how you do it, like guys. And like, <laughs> that's the one that's really good. And they're all like modeling after this, you know, I presume it's like a big Dane, great, the greatest of Danes or something. <laughs> a big Dane. A Dane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Danish dog. <laughs> um, I don't know for sure, but I think that, Dogs graduate from this class, so they'll be different mm. at different levels. But I think some are like better than others. <laughs> and, uh, I'll keep I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Do you think that they can that they, there's a like a, a second group of dogs that degenerate into like <laughs> the the outcast punk dog like group where they're like oh they did not follow yeah. the the pause path <laughs> from the other ones. They're all just like they get on their skateboards and their motorcycles. <laughs> Yeah, and they till the garden. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you graduated from. What about you, Jessica? Who's your Papa of the Week? Oh, man. Well, I have been 
helping my friend and bandmate Christina with a little bit of home organization and decluttering because she broke her finger recently. So she hasn't been able to do much. She lives on her own. So she hasn't really been able to work. And how she broke her finger was from she was with her dog and her dog sort of jumped for something and sort of like bashed her hand into like a fence. Oh boy, do I have a dog group recommendation yeah. for her? <laughs> her dog is actually fine. It's just like when she sees dogs walking past her yard, she doesn't understand like that that dog is not going to, you know, home invade. Yeah, she's just doing her job. Yeah, it's like that's, do- that's dog business. It, you can't be mad because she's otherwise like she's pretty great. So I've been over there and she's amazing. I think I've discussed her before. Lola, she's uh, rescue dog. She's from Mexico. She's very smooth. She has beautiful eyes. I love her so much. But she's not my my main and only Papo. Who I was really thinking of is there's a dog who lives upstairs. She's a teenage German Shepherd, sort of like long, shaggier fur style. I know, I know that's German Shepherds. I know exactly what yeah, you mean. And she's it's more of like a West German Shepherd, you know, sure, like not yeah. so much the Eastern block. They're yeah. like they're almost like, a, cool, like a, yeah. almost like a collie. <laughs> yeah, like shaggy, yeah. shaggy. But that's Shepherd face. Yeah, and she's big. She's quite big because Lola's not a small dog, but. Her name is Bear. And so when they're next to each other, you're like, wow, she makes Lola look really little. And she's a teenager. Like she's been around for quite a while, but she has the energy of a young dog still. What's a teenager dog age? What is it? Yeah. Like, is that like, yeah, is it like four? Three? Yeah. No, like in human years, she's teenaged. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. Okay. sorry. Like, okay. The no, moment you said teenage dog and like teenagers have seen some stuff, I'm like teenagers have seen nothing. They are yeah. their life experience yeah, so is confused. so limited. No. Okay. No, no, no. In human years, sorry, she's in human years. I don't know exactly how old she is, but I know that she's like over 12, maybe even 15. Wow, that's wonderful. Especially for a German Shepherd, right? They have like a tough time yeah. with the things, the legs. Well, she's got hip dysplasia, so she has this right. little like wiggle that she walks with, but it's not like oh. she's not in. I like the way you wiggle. Yeah, wiggle. it's like this. Oh, it's this. Honestly, like I was talking to her owner, and they refer to it as her sort of like strut, like catwalk, because it's like sort of, yeah. it, and it's just in the back hips, and it doesn't really impede her mobility, or it's like not. She's not wow. in pain. It's just sort of part of her, but she's so lovely and watching Bear and Lola play together and they have a whole yard and there's like full access around so they can do a big loop of the house and they just, they're so cute together. The way they play together is so adorable. It's just like watching dogs be themselves. And today I helped Christina install a screen door on her suite. And it's one of those ones with like the magnets that close behind you. Oh yeah. The magic mesh. Yeah. TM. It was actually really easy to install too. I thought it would be more complicated, but it's just like you just hammer in some tacks and you make sure it's lined up right. But it was very cute getting Lola to like understand that she could just walk through it and it wasn't going to be scary. She'd watch us and if we would hold it up open for her, she'd come through, but she'd stop before she went through. It was very sweet. But then Bear, who is many years Lola's senior, understood that she could just walk through it. So she'll, she'll come up and just poke her head through. And then once the head is poked through into Christina's apartment, Lola will then go out. And we're like, oh, no, Bear has taught her. <laughs> like we just watched a dog learn something from a senior dog. And it was pretty great. Wow. Yeah. And I took a very cute video of them playing together. I can post that on the Patreon. It will brighten everyone's day. They're just like, they're just lovely. And then Lola. <gasps> there she goes. Lola. Yeah. Lola has more energy than Bear does. So she like runs around to the side. And then, yeah, Bear's very sweet. Anyway, those are my papos. Sorry to go on and on cute. and on. But so who's your papo? Kuba, do you have any? non-animal or animal I've been working a lot this week and um, not paying attention to the good of the world so I've been mostly like using Instagram for its main purpose of uh, seeing animals do fun nice things yeah so um, one I guess was like a raccoon that's like in the window of a car I guess people are domesticating raccoons now is that like a thing because I like grew up always hoping this would be the case like they just (laughs) seem like the perfect little partner they know of in crime with this little agile tactile hands and stuff while with a big big shaky bum and belly sort of situation so yeah this one's like just uh, sitting out the window of a car trying to grab air while being really excited Um, Should I like show it to you? Because it's like a quick one. I don't think it needs audio. Oh my gosh. 
I yeah, so I've seen this. It's trying to catch yeah. the air and like yeah. taste it. That's very cute. And it's so frantic with how it's reaching for all of it. So um yeah. it was that one. And then I think the other one was uh the seal that like I didn't know their faces can like retract. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as if nothing I think happened. it's like nothing they're like oh, yeah, yeah yeah that was fine <laughs> so those are I guess my my sea puppo and tree tree puppo yeah, is what I would call puppo. a raccoon great choice they're excellent yeah. choices, excellent yeah. choices evergreen I today you know how they say that like raccoons are sleeping in the trees above us at all times mm-hmm. and like they just are really good at camouflaging and hiding I think I saw one today in a tree because there was a way that a branch got bigger in the middle for no apparent reason. And I don't think it was like a a burl on the tree. It was just like, I'm pretty sure that's a raccoon, but I didn't want to like investigate too much because I'm like, they're sleeping. You found a tree that was fruiting raccoons? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you where it is. That's how they come into existence, I think. They just like like little mangoes. They just pop down. They're a droop. (laughs) Is that what you call them? It's a coconut. Isn't that what a mango is? Like mangoes and cashews are droops. It's a type of fruit. I know coconuts are, but I don't know what cashews are. I'm pretty sure, but... I didn't know that they weren't a tree nut. Yeah, I know that mangoes and cashews are in the same family, just based for allergy reasons. Because they make you go, cashew. Cashew, yeah. Wow. Cashew. <laughs> <laughs> well... Are you about to end it on cashew? Good Lord. Yeah, you did it to yourself. <laughs> We're not going to get any better than that, so you nailed it. Kuba, if people want to follow you online, if people want to see videos you've made or watch things that you've been a part of making or if people want to hire you for your many services that you can provide where can people find you thank you for asking jessica i would uh, <laughs> direct them to my uh myspace slash seven five four three two no that one's been taken down unfortunately i had some gems on there and i wish i could see again but no my instagram and uh ww sort of thing or uh vague deep v-a-g-u-e-d-e-e-p uh and i welcome any sort of uh non-fiction or fiction let's get wild um sort of video uh suggestions i've did a couple of uh, rap videos recently for a friend. I did a, a little startup for a couple's therapy sort of uh, game sort of thing. And I've done some nonprofit sort of also um, stories where you share some heartwarming and deep sort of stuff. So I'm looking up for any sort of, I'm working in reality TV right now and I'm ready to take any project <laughs> outside of that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, hit me up there, folks on Instagram and and internet. You're an excellent videographer and photographer and like you understand how to control cameras on drones and stuff. It's like stuff that's so far (laughs) past my understanding. That's cool. (laughs) Feels like magic. Yeah. Cool. And Alicia. Mm, I don't have a lot going on right now. Yeah, who does? Uh, That cake didn't show up on Sunday and things have been real downhill. (laughs) I can can pick Uh. up the cake and bring it to you. I, I will happily do that. Cake delivery. Um, I appreciate the offer, but it is an entire cake that I can eat in one evening. That's fine. It's no I know, conditions. But then it's also got like so much dairy in it. Mm. I don't think I can fuck around with dairy. Yeah, I get it. Buy my book. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter, I guess. Um, I'm now up to like 360 Instagram requests. That's stressful. Full 360. Nice. Yeah. Once again, if you want to follow me, you cannot just send me a a request i will not accept it i have to make sure you're not a creep if i think you're good looking i want to look through all of your pictures too and see if you have a girlfriend so (laughs) make sure your your account is not set to private um how about you jessica what do i have to plug oh i felt like i had something and now i can't remember it whoops the puzzle episode if you haven't listened (laughs) if you haven't listened to the most recent episode uh Prior to this one, it's weird and different. Alicia took the week off and Sally White, our former guest, who was going to be our guest that week. Instead, we just talked about puzzles and it's uh, I did not think I had that much to say about puzzles, but that's the reality we live in. So if you have any interest in puzzles at all, or even if you don't, maybe check it out. Who knows? Do you have any tote bags left to sell? We do have tote bags. You can go to our merch store retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. I will mail you some merch. 
Jay's comics on there too. We've got a few more copies of that. Do you make any puzzles? I haven't made a puzzle, but you know what? It's a dream. It's a goal. Do you want to collab? I got the photos, photo gear. That's true. You do. You got the. And setup. I got some scissors, exacto knives, <laughs> yeah, a you're... freezer, and a hammer with chisels that we could yeah. probably make make it all work. Yeah, I mean, you've got the garage. You've got the workshop space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you would like to donate to our Patreon, I'll post a video of those adorable puppos on there. You got to pay. That's a behind a paywall. That's a primo. Mm-hmm. That's the sh- good shit. Patreon.com slash Retail Nightmares. And uh, yeah, if I think of what I was supposed to plug, I'll just insert it here. Okay, it is four days later and I remembered what I wanted to plug. And that is Kuba's mom's Instagram where she sells clothes that she crochets. And it's Bo Viatrak on Instagram. I'll spell that for you. B-O-W-I-A-T-R-A-K. She only has 39 followers on here and the stuff she makes is very beautiful. And uh, I think everyone should check it out and follow her because she's cool. And she also made Koopa. Okay, bye. (laughs) Everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the kind messages. And Koopa, thank you so much for being our guest. Yeah, thank Thank you. you. Please come back. Yeah, I hope we get to see each other again this year. IRL. Likewise. Yeah. Um, everyone, be safe. Wear a mask if you can. And uh, bye. We love you all. Bye bye. Oh, that's a beautiful harmony we made there. <laughs>